Hello and welcome to Ode to Games. I'm Kevin Van Leen, joined alongside Logan Plant. How you doing, Logan? Doing well, Kevin. Thanks for asking. Yeah, always have to ask. And we've got Zach Rost over there as well. How you doing, Zach? I'm pretty good. All right. Before we dive into that Death Stranding trailer that just dropped and all of the weirdness in that nine minutes, what have you guys been up to in the last week? Get that out of the way first. What's Zach been going and I on? beat Monster Hunter World. I, I say beat loosely. The credits rolled, but... <laughs> I, I posted in this. They were fake... some long, unskippable oh, yeah. credits. I posted in this Facebook group that I'm in. I'm like, just beat Monster Hunter World, and everyone's like, well, good luck with the end game. You're just getting started. Have fun with all these higher rank monsters. I'm like, man, that game just it grabs hold of you and doesn't let you go. Uh, but the final couple of bosses were super fun. The last boss was actually kind of underwhelming. He didn't feel like the other Monster Hunter World bosses. He felt like a normal video game boss. He just had these two kind of predictable routines that he got into like these other bosses, and he is just a sponge. He was taking so much damage and not going down. We ended up firing an SOS flare to get someone to help us to just take him down faster because that thing took so long. We only did that because on our first go of the boss, we got him to, like, within an inch of his life, and then we died. Yeah. <laughs> it was so close. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the underwhelming fights, that pseudo-final boss was incredibly underwhelming, too, so... They just oh, don't know yeah. how to pull off those final bosses. Yeah. You know, neither of them are technically final. Yeah. I guess. Because the other fights in the game, the three fights in the game you do right before the final boss are all epic and way better and pulled off incredibly well. And then it's like, the final boss looks cool. He's intimidating and the music is awesome, but the fight's just like, eh, it's all right. That's what I thought. But I think Zach right. and I are going to keep playing. Oh, absolutely. Jeez. Now that we've broken our hunter rank cap... And have shot up. I don't know how it did that because when we finished the game, our hunter ranks went up quite a bit, but mine went up way more than Logan's did, and I don't know why that was. I don't know what it was. Because you played like ten on. more hours than me. <laughs> Is, so was it keeping track? I think so. Us, so while we were beating the main story, it was keeping track of how much extra stuff we were doing, and after you beat the game, it contributes that into how high your hunter rank goes. I think so. And you had done oh. a lot more than me. You played like that seventy is... hours. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I beat the game at 70. You beat it at 60. Yeah, 64, something like that. 64, so, something like that. That's probably okay. where that comes from. Hopefully probably. you guys can uh, finish off some of this stuff before the absolute wave of games comes rolling in in, like, what, two or three weeks? Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, and everything just drops. What's rough is that Iceborne comes out in a weird amount of time, because Zach and I are going to play Iceborne, and that drops in almost exactly three months, and it's like... Well, three months is kind of a long time to play this game regularly, but I don't want to completely put it down and lose all my skill and everything mm -hmm. I just learned before that huge expansion that we're going to play together drops. So it's, it's just kind of a tough thing to balance right now. Yeah. Maybe yeah, like once a week out. we just pick it up and we do some missions yeah. and we don't, we don't wane skill-wise. Hopefully that, that's the case, but, yeah. but whatever. Yeah, super good. I love that game. Just so much fun. Um, and I play it way too much. And I said I was going to get into Nino Kuni this week, and that didn't happen <laughs> uh, because I was playing some other stuff. My sister and I beat Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, we also beat all the extra levels. Completely decided to not go do those scavenger hunts. We are done with it. We put the game away. Um, but the the last few levels, those bonus levels, are brutal. They are very challenging in comparison to the rest of the game. Uh, it's a shame there are only four of them, and one of them was a boss fight. Um, cause I was, we bailed each other out a lot because one of us would fall down and then the other would just like hover and stay alive until we came back in our little bubble to, to stay alive too. Playing that alone would be horrible, but playing it together, we got, we got through it fairly easily. Um, yeah, super cool. The first bonus level has this really awesome kind of techno remix on the main theme. I'm like, oh, finally a different song. <laughs> then every bonus level used that exact same song. Oh. It's like, what are we doing? I have to mention the music every time I bring that game up. But yeah, that game was super fun. Um, fun to finish that one up uh, over last weekend, uh, as, as well as the bonus levels. Dude, there was like a slasher level. There's like this creepy craft clown who chases Yoshi with an axe, and it makes like this horror movie sound effect. It is terrifying. It was a very scary level for a Yoshi game, especially. And it's uh, there's another level where if you like get caught by the spotlight, they send all these soldiers after you. It got pretty hardcore in the final. Okay. <laughs> in the final few levels. That game was super fun. Played a lot more Team Sonic Racing uh, on my own, unfortunately. Uh, 
the AI is not as great when you are playing alone. It is not as fun to play in a team with some computers. So instead, I played uh, just the standard race, the non-team, uh, just like normal Mario Kart style racing. I learned a couple things I thought you guys would be interested to know. First off, we were earning 20 to 30 credits per race when we played together. Turns yep. out that's because three people were playing. When you play alone, you earn seven or eight per, per oh, race. So that that makes it a real grind. Yeah, yeah a real grind for parts. Super gross. And second, I had this suspicion, but the gotcha system is totally weighted to what characters you have been playing as. Um, well, it, I think it really I, works that way because we... Me and Zach were playing, you know, as as Blaze and consistently Vector, the and, same character, and got and we were shafted. getting nothing. Yeah. I think it's just who player one, the profile player, sense, is playing. Silver as. got everything because I've been you, playing a lot of Sonic. I've been I'm playing on the Switch version because I've just been playing handheld while like uh, mindlessly watching uh, TV or something like that, just doing some races. And I've just been playing a Sonic, and I have every Sonic part unlocked and almost nothing else unlocked. So it could be an insane, unlikely coincidence, but the odds of that are very small. Um, so it yeah. seems like it, it really prefers who you are choosing to race as, which is, well, I think that's good. It wasn't good yeah. for our multiplayer, but it's well, good overall. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of stupid, though, because the game is so tailored to the multiplayer system that you'd think <laughs> yeah. that it would recognize the two other people playing and figure, well, hey, maybe we should throw them a bone and give them some parts. Yeah, I still hate not. that system. That gotcha system's the worst part of that game, in my opinion. Besides the story. <laughs> the story's worse. <laughs> the story's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially when you're playing for multiple with multiple people and you just want to get parts to help out everybody else and you're just like, nope. Yeah. Guess you're going to have to switch off between the three characters in the team if you want to get all the parts Yeah, in multiplayer. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, Zach and I beat Monster Hunter, played for a little bit more. Also, oh man, Zach, should we tell Kevin about that that crossover event that we found or is that considered a spoiler? Spoiler um, for Monster Hunter or spoiler for the crossover I material? Monster Hunter. I feel Hunter. like it's just an add-on content that everyone knows about that we just yeah, didn't know we about. Didn't know about I it. don't think it's like a spoiler. Okay, we'll say it. There is a mission in Monster Hunter post-game where you literally play as Geralt from The Witcher. Yeah. I heard something about that. <laughs> it's so yeah. weird. He rolls in through a space-time rift, <laughs> yeah. and then he's like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. I guess I kind of hunt monsters too. I'm gonna I'm gonna join the party for a bit. And yeah, then, and then you just do a mission as Geralt. That's bizarre. Yeah, super weird. Anyway, speaking of The Witcher, just weird side tangent. I'm not gonna talk about it for very long, but there were rumors that there was gonna be a Witcher oh, three yeah. port coming to Switch, and uh, I I just can't wrap my head around. I how don't that understand possible. that. Yeah, like I really can't. That's it's all I'm really gonna say. But considering that. I was playing it on a PS4 Slim, and my game crashed in the first like 15 minutes, and has had performance problems. If that if that rumor is true, I wonder how they're going to get that thing running on the Switch. I they're really gonna have to pixelate really it. Do. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. Anyways, uh, side tangent. Yeah. Over. So so Zach and I discovered that Geralt crossover, and then I'm like, I got to go to bed. We just finished the game, felt satisfied. Uh, went up to my room where I now have my original Xbox set up. Booted up Super Monkey Ball Deluxe, yep. and I played that for until about 2.30 in the morning that night. It is so good. I am trying to completely finish my Monkey Ball experience uh, until Rolled Out comes out later this year, where if you beat beginner, advanced, and expert in Super Monkey Ball Deluxe, you unlock uh, Ultimate Mode. In Super Monkey Ball 2, Ultimate Mode is 10 stages that are supposed to be the 10 hardest in the game. In Super Monkey Ball Deluxe, Ultimate Mode is all 300 stages in the game that you have to complete without using a continue consecutively. No saving in between. Sit down, roll through 300 stages. What is what is wrong with these games? Why are they so brutally hard? And <laughs> They're so fun, like, though. Like, you'd think this is like an NES game with how much it just rails you with the things you have to but do. But you don't have yeah. to do it. I mean, no. you don't have to. Yeah. What you do, though. Logan does. I do. And the thing is, the ultimate stages... So every other stage in the game is accessible through the story mode. The ultimate stages are only accessible through ultimate mode. Stage 291 through 300 are the ultimate stages. So you don't get to practice those until you get 290 stages into this game. That is amazing. So I'm just going to boot up Super Monkey Ball 2, practice those stages like crazy before I dive into... Super Monkey Ball Deluxe. 
Um, but now I've just been plugging away at the story mode because after you beat the story mode, you can grind up for extra lives. So I'm going to try and earn 99 lives per continue um, so I can do the whole try and do the whole game on 100 monkeys, which is pretty good because I think I won't die in any of the beginner stages, most of the advanced stages, and most of the expert stages. So I think I can eventually pull this off. But it's going to be a summer-long project that I'm still debating whether or not I want to commit to with how much other, game, other stuff I want to play that's coming out. I want you to do it. Make sure to bring some towels for those sweaty palms. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kevin, I was trying to beat beginner today without using a continue. Um, I still only have two lives per continue, by the way. I was trying to beat beginner, and I got to that 39th stage. That's the... <laughs> decree it's oh man zach it's this big box with oh, the four, yeah, that four different pillars and you start on the bottom right pillar and there's this pretty thin platform that stretches to the bottom left quadrant then an even thinner one that stretches to the top left one and then the thinnest thing stretching from the um third one to the goal and there are long gaps like it is a it is a tower like it's probably takes like 10 seconds to go across each one and that stage is horrible. And it's in beginner. And I got there. Oh, I got down to my second to last life because I'd been collecting bananas. And I got it. And I beat the beginner without a continue. And it was a great moment earlier today. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Seriously. Screw that level. Yeah. But I That's just can't stop playing. level. Can't stop playing monkey ball. Ro both rolled out and that trademark have just gotten me so in the monkey ball mood. I should really stop and play some Nino Kuni. Hopefully <laughs> next week. That's all for me. Zach, have you been playing some Nino Kuni at all? Yeah, I played some Nino Kuni too when I wasn't playing Monster Hunter World. I got to the uh, castle building. Uh, it's the town building. What is it? The oh yeah, yeah, castle or the kingdom castle. building. Kingdom building. Kingdom building. Yeah. I'm building towns. You know how it is. I forgot what the town was called. It's like uh, Evermore. Evermore. That is yeah. such a cool name. Ah. Uh, Yep, so I got to that. Uh, it was a pretty long tutorial. They were really walking you through this process because it is a little complex, the things you have to do, because you have to put some of your town's town members into each building, and they have to specialize in stuff, and then you have to do research, and once you research something, they work on it, and then you have to, it's like a continuous thing, and then you use research points to like get buildings and stuff like that. So and then immediately after that, they introduce you to side questing. So it was just yeah. tutorial after tutorial after tutorial. And after uh, doing a little bit of the first tutorial side quest leading you into another side quest, I was just like, OK, I'm going to take a break <laughs> from this game. I haven't picked it back up since. Oh, no, that's dangerous. <laughs> yes. I, I do really like how the side quest will give you people to add to your town and then yeah, they can just that give is, you benefits throughout the game that is some hardcore motivation for me to do side quests because i usually steer away steer away from side quests and do a lot of main story but i really want some people in this town so i can build it up yeah i was just like grinding that yeah for a while just doing the side quest exactly it was good it's a good time that's basically all i've played this week yeah. is that monster hunter basically all right i've been playing jack three almost done with the trilogy i do like jack three more than jack two i will say that they removed some of the garbage the checkpoints oh man so i was doing uh one mission where you're going through the like the infected forest basically of the metalheads and you have to destroy these uh five pillars and in jack two i'm sure that you would have had to destroy all five pillars in one run or else it would slam you back to the beginning but yep. hey, in Jack 3, they remember that there were checkpoints, and every single time that you break one of them, boom, checkpoint. Mm. Uh, it just uh, it makes the journey through way more enjoyable when I'm not worrying, like, where are the checkpoints? Am I just going to get shafted here? Am I just going to get shot back to the beginning of the level? Uh, yeah, so checkpoints have been fixed. Just a lot less bogus missions. I don't have to, like, drive through the town very often, although Haven City comes back, which... Spoilers. Okay it's it it's playable in jack three um but it, it was just weird because you were in the desert and i thought that was where most of the game was going to take place and then three hours in they're just like no you're going back to haven city hop on back and i'm like oh, okay okay and then i've just been in haven city this entire time and there's like a bunch of open space in that desert to do stuff i guess i just didn't do any of the side stuff and that's why i got through it really quickly but it just seemed kind of weird that we were in this desert for a while, and then we just nonchalantly just left and went back to Haven City. Yeah, but... there, there's plenty of more desert for you to do, and I think at some point, 
you get free travel between the two, okay. I think. Yeah. So you should be able to pick and choose at some point in this game. Yeah, so I, I'd like to go back. The the driving, the driving with like the dune buggies, I find <sighs> way more enjoyable. That's my favorite part. Than, yeah, it's, I love those dune buggies. It's, it's way better than the driving missions in Jack 2 because I'm not having to worry about ramming into everything and blowing up in two seconds. Although I will say that the uh, the guys wandering the desert and shooting at you can get pretty annoying sometimes. They're okay. just like swarming you all the time. Okay, so I forgot about something I did this week. So I went back to that game world and I took Jack X Combat Racing with me and they had another copy of it. So I traded in for an actual copy of Jack X Combat Racing. So Logan, I have your copy oh, really? of Jack X Combat Racing. Yes! However, it is greatest hits. Oh, that's fine. That's all they have. Yeah. That is still a victory. Yep. <laughs> better. I think a greatest hits box is better than a gross water damaged box with writing on it. And the the wrong. Well, that was the wrong game, right? Yeah, or, it was Jack Two. Yeah, which was the main issue. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Just saying, box wise, the whole cover was sweet. Oh, thank you for doing that. You're that welcome. Clutch. I hate that game world. Yeah. Anyways. When you said I went back to that game world, I thought you meant you played Jack 3. And I was like, that's yeah, a weird no, way to phrase that. I, I did thinking, not go yeah. back to that game world. No, but Jack 3 is a good time. They, The weapon mods, I think, are more interesting in this one. They give you a lot more to work with, I think. Um, yeah. The story is a bit less interesting to me, at least right now. Maybe it'll pick up. But I'm enjoying Jack 3 a lot more than Jack 2. Because I've, I've been plowing through Jack 3 like I did with the original Jack and Daxter and having a great time. But man, there were so many times in Jack 2 where I just had to set it down and walk away and come back later. Yeah. Um, so I think that is the mark of an improved game. <laughs> just a lot of the bogus taken out. And then the other game I've been playing is one that I set down about a year ago. I don't know if you guys can, can guess what it is. of dubs right there. God of War <laughs> is back. Did in... you just start over? No, no. Okay. I hop right back in. Did you? Well, you, you weren't stuck, were you? I'm no, stuck. See, there was, yeah, you're stuck. <laughs> there was no way I was going to restart that game and have to do that boss yeah. fight again. There was no that way. That would have been a bad call. Um, yeah, I picked up God of War again, and I'm having a good time. I forgot how That's because good it's amazing. That, I forgot how good that combat is. It is so it is, good. It is so I was thinking good. about picking it up again recently, but I got too much on my plate. Are you going to be yeah, there so twice I'm, before I beat it once? Maybe. <laughs> see, I'm at the ice area with one of the giants and we just had to like uh use his where we have Helheim? to get his chisel or something no i know what you're talking about yeah. yeah 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 so i'm there i don't know how far i am in the grand scheme of things and i don't fully remember all of the story but i understand what they're doing so <laughs> it's fine yeah it's uh, basically just them on a journey to, to dispose of the ashes right yeah yeah so I'm sure that I've forgotten a little bit of the character tidbits that they've sprinkled through uh, because when I looked at my last save, it was over a year ago. <laughs> yeah. It was like April. Uh, yeah. Right. April 25th yeah. or that something. That is five days after the game came out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was a good week, though. Yeah. Was it that? Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Right. It was April something, I think. It was either April or May. But yeah, it has been a long time. But it felt good to pick it back up and play it again so i i've been saying over and over that i was going to play through it and beat it and now i'm going to do it now's your time i'm going to do it i'm going to beat god of war look at you logan (laughs) no comment i'm very glad that i got through that bogue boss fight before oh it's uh, setting it down especially because i would not want to have to hop right in and then do that fight like right away and that is why no one so we're not blaming you just restart the game. No. Yeah, restart the game and then grind like crazy before that boss fight. I don't remember Screw how to play. I don't, <laughs> I don't blame you. If you hop into that boss fight right now, not even knowing how to play, you would never yeah, beat you're it. Screwed. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, should have took... beat it while you were here, Zach. You should have picked Good. it up for me. God, I don't remember how to play either. It has a lot to do with the triggers. I remember. Yeah, you throw, throw the axe. You call it back. Do you call, call it back, back with triangle? Yeah. Okay. And then you have another button to actually just swing the axe rather than throw it. Yeah, I was like the first like 15 minutes I was back in. I'm like, all right, throwing this, figuring out how all this works. Atreus has a bow and arrow. Okay, remember that? Yeah, I think you hit okay. square to make him fire. Yeah, I yeah. remember quite a lot. There are things that I didn't even understand originally is when the, playing. Is the axe you only have in that fight because you get another weapon later on? I only. 
I only have the axe okay. and his fists. I don't remember a whole lot of the, the timeline of that game. But yeah, it's fun. You do get another weapon later on, but if yeah, it feels like it was just the axe for that fight. Yeah. So yeah, you're screwed. And I'm still, I still only have the axe. I'm screwed. Yeah, and Atreus. Yeah. I don't remember when you get the other weapon. But yeah, God of War. I will beat that game. Jack three and God of War are my games to beat right now. All Two right. Best games. <laughs> Let's hop right into the news. We've got that Death Stranding trailer to talk about. Yeah, we do. Kojima. I liked it. I liked it a lot. He wrote a little synopsis of the game, which was like, yo, dude, we're all so disconnected and alone. This game is about reconnecting the strands yeah, of the, the world. Yeah, the strands <laughs> of the world. It focuses yeah. on strands. That is just the one word he used over and over again. Yep. And what's the what's the main character's name? Is it, it Sam? I thought that he had Strand in his last name. I might be mistaken. Oh, I, no, it's, it, it's the name of the company. It's like, uh, uh, it starts with a B, I think. What is it? I don't know, I don't but know. there is yeah. one character called Die Hard Man. So. Uh, yeah, Die Hard Man. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all that matters. Yeah, so are you guys sold on this game after this nine-minute extravaganza of a trailer that we got this well, week? Well, I was going to buy it regardless, <laughs> but I did enjoy this tra- trailer quite a bit, and I've been doing a lot of reading up on the game ever since then, which I think you have to do to start understanding this story a little bit better because the trailer wasn't super clear um, story-wise. Yeah, see, I'm still not 100% sold on the gameplay because the gameplay that was shown looked a lot like... It it, it looked a lot like the original gameplay that we saw last time around where it was just like, you know, wandering around through big open areas. And it showed showed some combat, some very simplistic combat as of now Mm -hmm. from what we've seen. It was very simplistic combat. It was weird because... Uh, when the bad guys rolled in, it was just like 30 seconds of him running away. And I'm like, is there any combat in this game <laughs> whatsoever? And then he just starts throwing punches, and I'm very confused this whole time. And it seems like there's a lot of stealth aspects. Um, his name is Sam Bridges, by the way, and the company that makes all this tech is like Bridges or whatever. Building Bridges. Bridge. Building Bridges. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the, the little babies are called Bridge Babies or whatever because they just they're able to detect those ghouls or whatever. Is that so why apparently, you carry a baby around? Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. So the main character can sense when they're around, but he needs the baby technology to see them. Baby technology. The baby technology. <laughs> the bridge baby. Yes. It's weird and, stuff, man. Oh, my God. Did you guys see the $200 collector's edition that comes with a bridge baby statue? <laughs> yes. That's, it's a giant bridge baby. How big was that? It was small it on the was, picture. Was it big? I saw a dude holding it. It's like the size of a torso. Maybe okay. like, like a, okay. it's pretty big. Because because when I saw that um, that special edition originally, I was really underwhelmed because yeah. the, it's not like a little action cause, figure. Yeah, because the baby thing looks small and everything else looked kind of lame. Like or a digital. briefcase. Um, like there's like yeah. there's gold sunglasses, some other oh, gold yeah. stuff. Oh, and when yeah, I just like gold attire. When I initially read that there was gold attire, I thought it came with physical gold sunglasses for you mm-hmm. to wear. But no, it's just digital stuff. And I was like, oh, that's no, kind of disappointing. Okay, that changes things a little bit. That it's that big. I'm still not dropping two hundred. Oh, bucks. On I don't that. think I want a creepy bridge baby just sitting on my yeah. desk. Zach, you're but, gonna love it, and in a year you're gonna be like, why didn't I? Why did I? Absolutely, hundred well, percent. Well, when but I am so the, excited. When the collector's edition is three thousand dollars, yeah, uh, no regrets. Then, uh, yeah, Zach, why yeah, are you so excited for it? I love Norman Reedus and Hideo Kojima. Did you play the Phantom Pain? <laughs> I stopped after the first one. Stopped after the original Metal Gear? Yeah, I only played it on PS One. I never Metal played Gear Solid. Two, yeah. Okay. Well, I the original Metal five. Gear was on NES yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Super sorry. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. I did not play Metal Gear. Huh. See, I, I think most people know what they're getting into with this. That ninety percent of Kojima's games are just huge cutscene movies with some gameplay added in. Heck and yeah, from man. and from this trailer, at least from the gameplay that we saw, I'm getting that vibe because again, the the gameplay doesn't look incredibly deep. Again, this is not. just it's nope. just what we've been shown. Maybe there's more yeah. to do. The exploration could be really cool with the tools that you, that they give you to traverse the world, but they didn't show a ton of interesting loca- a ton of interesting locations. Yeah. There was the open grass was area, open there grass was area and some the forest, dark forest with the spirits, and then um, 
was there was there one other what those just two mm. i feel like there was one other one um oh that that uh battleground area where there was oh. like the oh. war going on yeah so yeah i'm i'm not sold on the gameplay but man, do I want to see the story regardless? Yeah, me at, too. at this point, quite honestly, that's why I play it. It's gonna be crazy and and confusing. The weirdness of the story is is pulling me towards it and kind of makes me want to play it, whether or not the gameplay is groundbreaking or not. Does it yep. sixty dollars want to make you play it, Kevin? I don't know. Maybe we, we we've still got time before the game comes out to see more. November eighth is is the release date, so there's still more time for them to to show it off a little bit more as we get closer. Personally, I think this is something I will never play. I do not think I'm going to pick this game up. Oh, we're going to gush about it, and you're going to be like, uh, I'll buy it. Yeah. And then he buys it, gets to a bogus boss fight, and then <laughs> and sends just it down gives up. Ever. <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe, because it looked like you'll have to stealth through a lot of those dark areas. I don't know if, if that's Logan's forte. It is not. So My, my forte <laughs> is rolling through maze puzzles as a monkey in a ball. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I also saw that when you die, you don't actually die. You just get transported to this. The other side, I think, is where you get transported to. And you have to, like, work your way out. Um, they kind of I think they they showed that with uh, with the the ghouls or whatever they are, the uh, the figures in the forest that were, was kind of like sucking them into the, that tar looking stuff. Um but apparently, you don't actually die. You just get transported to another area that you have to escape or something. What's what I'm, I was reading? I'm thinking of a game that did something like that. When you died, you were in like a a blue abyss, and there was like silhouettes of things, and you had to walk to get out of it. What was that game? I, I can't actually. When was wow. that game? I don't even remember. I'm just having like the arrows. Oh my god! I'll Detroit have to. Detroit become human. No, it's not. Was that? I don't think it was that. Yeah. Oh god! I've got visuals in my head. Cannot put them together. Uh, give me a second. All right, we're, we're going to move on to the next story okay. while Zach is and over there. We're going to be talking about something else, and Zach is just going to shoot in with his answer <laughs> yep. here 10 minutes later. So some oh. strange news. Super Mario Maker 2 online play is restricted to strangers only. What a baffling move. I will say, though, from Wait, the direct... What? Strangers? Yeah, no friends. From the direct oh. that we played... Uh, or that we watched together, Kevin. It was not clear if local multiplayer was an option. They confirmed in the same announcement it is. Local like multiplayer that. exists. Um, local wireless exists um, between Switches. You can also play on one Switch. But if you play online, it is a random chance of who you're going to get. Why? Why? I don't know. You're making... They're making us pay for online now. That Having... <laughs> Having friend lobbies to play online games to their friends is something that we had a decade ago, more than a decade ago, with the 360 and the PS3 early on. Yeah. What? I uh, apparently it was for leaderboards, but if you can have leaderboards for one mode, I'm pretty sure you can turn them off for another one. Yeah, just say these. It, these stats don't count for leaderboard and i would still happily be like hey you guys want to cooperatively get through some mario levels and we would just play for fun and it yeah. would be awesome but we can't do that all three of us have switch online and we're all gonna probably get this game and we just can't play online together yeah. it's so stupid that's, that's so dumb I was, look, I, I was looking forward to playing this game online together it looks like there's some cool modes between the races and the cooperative stuff it looks really cool yeah. I mean, just with the introduction of a multiplayer mode like the new Super Mario Brothers series, I think most people were thinking that. Like, oh, awesome. If we all pick this up, me and my friends can all play this online together. That's going to be great. Because they added so many of these new modes for multiplayer. And then it's just mm -hmm. like, yeah, no, if you're not in the same room, uh, nope, can't do that. Sorry. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And Nintendo <sighs> has often been known for trying to protect their consumers. A lot of their players are children. This is the opposite of that. If they're trying to like protect the players, it should be <laughs> yeah. only friends instead of, no, you can only play with complete strangers. Right, yeah. If, if the only reason is because of the leaderboards, which at this point it kind of seems like it is, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's utterly ridiculous because I'm sure most people don't give two craps about the leaderboards I if don't. they're playing with their friends online. Yeah, it just I would doesn't rather I would trade matter. the leaderboards to play with you guys. Yeah, I... I, I <sighs> Just turn off leaderboards for it. It, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. That's super frustrating. I'm, I'm hoping that if there's enough of a stir and some backlash to it, that 
they would change that because that doesn't seem like that'd be a very big change to implement. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. A lot of the times Nintendo likes to stick to their guns. I think Zach just figured it out. I did. Okay. You you saw my relief (laughs) in my video camera. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So it was the... 2014 horror game dread out you guys ever heard of it what do you do no idea what (laughs) that is okay so dread out is basically fatal frame it's a malaysian horror game that i played with a bunch of buddies of mine a couple years ago and it's super scary and basically you're just this teenage girl in malaysia and you're going around taking pictures of ghosts so they don't kill you and every time yeah. yeah and every time you die you're teleported to this blue limbo area and like the more times you die and the further you get in the game, the longer you have to walk to get out of this limbo area. And it's just progressive. Yeah. And then eventually (laughs) there's just like flashes of characters and stuff like that. It doesn't get too long or terrible or annoying, but it is what I was thinking of. Yes. All right. Let's take an easy 10 minute stroll to the door. (sighs) That took, Oh yeah. I got, it did get a little annoying there at the end, just walking to the, but whatever. All right. I'm just glad I thought of it. You guys should play. That was like my favorite horror game. I'm not a huge horror fan, so I'm throwing that out there. Fair enough. Uh, Zach, you got any thoughts on that Mario Maker 2 stuff we were talking about? While you we were, were talking about stuff, what? Yeah. Oh. Oh, dang. Mario Maker 2. Not. We yeah. won't be able so, to all play together Mario Maker levels. Online. I think that's. I, I don't understand the thought process behind that. Um, I don't. I don't think it's a particularly multiplayer game. You just play other people's stages, like the the. The building aspect, you were not able to build together. Is that what we were talking about? Well, they was the... just too, he was just gone Zach. looking for that game. They have Sorry. up to four player support, right? Like, yeah, for, it's, it's up like to four players, players to play in a Oh, oh, yeah. got you. But that's yeah. that's all okay. only local. But you yeah. cannot yeah, play that's... that with friends online. Not even local. You can, you local. can play it local. Oh, you can play it local. Okay, well then, local, I mean... multiple switches, but you cannot do it online. Yeah, not... I don't. I don't know. If they aren't able to support four people locally online, I don't know what the thought process behind that is. But yeah, I mean, at least there's local, which a lot of Nintendo players do. Mm -hmm. So that's something at least. It's just disappointing for like people like us specifically, like friends who would play games together. Would play it together. Yeah, Yeah, that does suck. But at least we'll still be able to play each other's levels. So you got to protect those leaderboards, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, leaderboards too precious to get rid of. Yep. I, I do I do apologize for being so enthralled <laughs> by the research that I was not paying attention. You know, it's all good. It's enveloped. All right, up At least next, I figured it out. That's true. That was good. Up next, we got Pokemon had a press conference. They also announced that next week they're having a Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct. Let me just say, if they had not announced that Sword and Shield Direct, <laughs> people would have been furious after this press conference. <laughs> So here's a rundown of what they announced. Detective Pikachu 2, the game, in development for Switch. I didn't like the first game. It was way too easy. But hopefully the the next one's uh, maybe scales a little bit better. But that's pretty cool. Off the success of the movie. Nice to see that one. That franchise continuing on. And then the bulk of the presentation (laughs) was a new initiative from the Pokemon company in conjunction with Niantic, the developer of Pokemon Go, and Nintendo, to release Pokemon Sleep, which is a new mobile game developed by the same developers as Magikarp Jump, which flopped, no pun intended, on, uh-huh. on mobile devices pretty hard. Pokemon Sleep makes turn sleep into gameplay. They have not really gone into detail, but basically you can track your sleep and that will affect the game when you wake up. The concept behind this was... We made walking into gameplay with Pokemon Go. Let's make sleeping into gameplay. I have some thoughts on this. I'll finish the recap first before I get into this. There is a new accessory being developed, which has my personal least favorite name of any accessory ever created. It is the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. I kid you (laughs) not. That is the official title of this thing. It works as both a Pokemon Go Plus, which was the device you wore as like a, a watch, basically. Oh, um, yeah. To catch Pokemon with Pokemon Go. It was extremely hard to find, like most Nintendo peripherals are. But this also acts as a sleep monitor, which I would like to point out. Random side tangent. Six years ago, Satoru Iwata announced Nintendo was entering a quality of life initiative. Do either of you guys remember this? Vaguely. Yeah, yeah. you guys were pretty tuned out to Nintendo at the time. I was deep in there. And yep. the first device they were working on was a sleep monitor. In 2017... 
or 2018, uh, the new Nintendo president announced this initiative was officially dead, but Nintendo is developing this Pokemon Go Plus Plus um, with the Pokemon company, so I am positive that that is the tech being revived for this new project. Anyways, you're supposed to put it next to your head while you sleep. The image wasn't even on a nightstand. It was on the bed. And it's like, yeah. who is going, like, the size of, like, this mouse, just sleeping right next to it. I move when I sleep. I know I'm knocking that thing on the ground, for sure. But it tracks your sleep, and it sends that device to the app for gameplay. The difference between walking and sleeping is that everybody likes sleeping. Everybody already sleeps. Pokemon Go is a phenomenon that got a lot of people out of the house exploring the world around them through Pokemon Go. It created this community. You can't have a community of people sleeping. <laughs> I thought this was a huge misstep. It do it's not going to catch on like Pokemon Go did. I'm extremely intrigued by it, but it's not going to be lightning striking twice like pokemon go was what do you guys think of this you didn't even mention the best part that one of the pluses is spelled out and the other one's just the symbol for plus <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you can't you can't do two of the same right no you just get too confusing yeah exactly yeah, yeah but other I mean, than that i am i'm very not excited <laughs> it's just stupid i don't know i i think it's that intrigue that they're banking on and just utter confusion yeah <laughs> yeah and then the funniest sentence of the whole thing was, and that ends our sleep-based initiative. It's like, why do you have a sleep-based initiative? Oof. Yeah. Got to get people walking. Then after that, you got to teach them how to get a good night's rest. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. uh, their muscles can, Pokemon whatever it is. My life. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how am I, I it, it wants you to get, teach you how to get a good night's rest. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to be able to sleep if I'm so excited to wake up and play Pokemon sleep. Once I wake oh. up in the morning, I'm going to lose a lot of sleep. Just so excited to wake up and play that game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So excited. That story was wild. A couple other things they announced at Pokemon. A new game, um, which feature, it looks like a gotcha game, and it's Pokemon battling, and it features all the champions from every region in the Pokemon franchise. Looks neat. I won't play it, but it looks pretty cool. And then lastly, Pokemon Home, the successor to Pokemon Bank, um, where basically you can... If you go through like the eight-step process from GBA to GBA to DS to 3DS to bank to home, you can have your Pokemon all the way from Fire Red and Leaf Green and Ruby and Sapphire into Pokemon Sword and Shield. I mean, I'm glad they give you the option yeah. because I remember as a kid hating that I couldn't get uh, my Gen 2 Pokemon over because it wouldn't transfer uh, from Game Boy Color to, uh, to Game Boy Advance. So I'm glad that it's going that far back. Yeah, me too. And I think that was pretty much it for Pokemon, but just wild stuff, man. It's like, I thought it was funny. They always announced two games that like Sword and Shield, Diamond and Pearl, and now we got Home and Sleep. Pokemon Home and Pokemon Sleep coming your way. Yeah, what a war. Reached the big time. Yeah, so I'm excited to see that Sword and Shield press conference next week, but this was just in a horrible press conference. Did either of you catch any of it? I didn't, I didn't watch it. I just saw the updates and I'm like, all right. Yeah. I watched the whole thing, and you guys know that uh, that YouTube video of that college sports brought an anchor. Boom, boom goes the dynamite. That oh. the translator yeah. sounded like that guy. He was stumbling over his words. He was like, oh. <sighs> like he was so bad. And he's like, oh. um, yeah, that ends our sleep based initiative. <laughs> I was just like, what am I watching right now? Just oh. it it really makes you appreciate Nintendo Directs. I'm just gonna say that. Just the polish of those events are so much better than what I watched earlier this week. All right, up next we got some game announcements and rumors. PS Plus for June is Sonic Mania and the Borderlands Handsome Jack Collection. Any quick thoughts on those two games? Yeah, I don't own either of those on PS4, so I am very excited. I love both of those. Still have to beat Sonic Mania on my Switch, and I. I've never played the pre-sequel, so this might give me some motivation for Borderlands. It's, oh, it's probably Plus. the only motivation. Yeah, you don't even have PS Plus. <laughs> what are you even doing? Not not playing those games. I mean, uh, the Handsome Collection is super cheap right now. Oh, uh, yeah, it's always cheap. You can like find it at any local easy. store for $10. Cool to see uh, Sonic Mania and, uh, and Borderlands. Those are two bigger games. I know people have been clamoring for some bigger games after the last couple of months. So, yep. For PS Plus people, that's pretty cool. By the way, Team Sonic Racing was number one on the UK charts this week for sales. Uh, and it was the first Sonic game to be number one in nine years. So I believe that means Sonic Colors was the last one. 
I'm sure each it was also yeah. it was it was also down to twenty six bucks at Target for a little while. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh wow, yeah, on PS4 only. That game is still. worth picking up. That game's worth worth it. Worth twenty six dollars for sure. Yeah, I kind of miss it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun time. Get it, and we can play it without Kevin. Okay. Or you can yeah. get it on Switch, and we can play it with Kevin if he gets it on Switch. <sighs> I don't want to get it on Switch though. <laughs> I want to get it on PS4. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, no one's playing online. <laughs> no one plays online. It's weird. All right, up next, Square Enix is revealing its Avengers game at E3. I think Zach and I are probably fairly excited about this. Created by Crystal Dynamics, they announced single-player and local and online multiplayer. That was character creation. Neat. Yeah, character creation. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah. We can make an Avenger. Yeah, I think that's That sounds pretty, pretty cool. cool. This game's about... probably going to bring in a lot of money. Oh, yeah, I think so. What I'm worried about, though, is that it's like, create your character. That's who you play as the whole game. You can't play as the Avengers that you know and love. I'm a little worried no. about that. It's like, oh, look, here's Spider-Man to be my sidekick for a mission as I play as Captain Logan. It's like, uh, Captain Logan. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, Sonic Forces pulled it off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they just the character do the same thing. That game. Oh, man. Here's our new recruit. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah. This thing. Hey, rookie. A monstrosity. <laughs> Dude, I feel Four. like, what percentage of shows do we mention Sonic Forces on? It is an absurd A amount. fair amount. Keeping yeah. that Sonic Forces train alive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Keep it chugging along. But I'm pretty excited for that game. Uh, Zach, how about you? Um, Not Sonic I'm Forces. Pro- I'm, I don't know a whole lot about it. I only saw, like, article titles today. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's still fresh. Uh, I'll probably get more hype for it as time goes on. I do quite enjoy the Avengers, and a lot of people also do. So this game's probably got a lot of money behind it. So it's probably going to be pretty good. Uh, so that's that is something to look forward to. I just hope it look personally. I hope it looks more akin to Spider-Man PS4 than to Marvel that's, Ultimate Alliance 3. Based on yeah. the, I don't know why, but just based on that logo, it felt like it would be more, more Spider-Man esque. Um, because yeah. plus the Marvel developer Ultimate. too. Yeah, it tells me. That. Yeah, yeah. So. It was it was just a feeling. Yeah, so we'll see Basically. how how that uh, shapes out at E3. And then, Kevin, you were pretty excited. Just last week, you were telling me what you would do for a new Destroy All Humans, and now there are rumors that that, along with a new Darksiders, are both in the works. So tell me about that. Yeah, so I'm not too big into Darksiders, but there is a rumor that there is a new Darksiders title in the works. I'm more interested in Destroy All Humans. Played that game a lot as a kid. I I think I played both 1 and 2, my friend's PS2, back in the day. But it's it's been a long time since uh, there was a Destroy All Humans game. I think it was 2009 or 2008. There was one game on the 360 and PS3. So we don't know yet whether it is a new Destroy All Humans game or a remaster. I'd be happy with both of them. Yeah, I'll take that. I think, honestly, if it was a, a remaster of the first two games, like in a little collection, I think that would probably be what I want the most, just to go back and play those games again. I mean, they could pull a a Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy where they test the waters with a remaster and then see if there's a lot of demand Mm -hmm. for a new title. Um, But, man, if it's a new Destroy All Humans game or the remasters, I'd be super hyped. But this was was taken from uh, THQ Nordic stating that they have a long-awaited return of a galactically beloved franchise and a new vision of a beloved game or franchise. So at the very least, the galactically beloved franchise, people are speculating that's Destroy All Humans because they picked that up from the THQ fire sale back in the day. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, if, if there's more Destroy All Humans stuff, I'm going to be super excited. I really, I've wanted to go back and replay those games for years years and just have never gotten around to it i want to pick them up on the original xbox but if they have a remaster for the, those first two pick them up on ps4 or something mm, that'd be fantastic yep and then lastly i don't think we can talk about this too long we got to get to the o2 segment but xbox game pass coming to pc i think it was only a matter of time it makes a lot of sense microsoft's been moving towards that uh, that pc marketplace a lot recently um, but yeah honestly something to consider for all those games on PC for 100 bucks a year. I might look into that. They're also, it sounds like bringing more games to Steam, just in general, too. Yeah. So, <sighs> waiting to see what, what the end game here is for for Xbox with what they plan to do here, because they're really branching out and giving people less reason to own an Xbox. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. 
But hey, I'm sure that there's a bunch of money in these other avenues that they're going down. Yeah. All right, and that's it for news this week, Kev. All right. Ugh. Yeah, that took a long time. Let's hop right into the O2 segment, get right into it. The O2 that we were planning to do last week, but then uh, Team Sonic Racing happened, and then uh, we talked about that for 20 forever. Yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> for basically the whole show, along with uh, some other stuff we've been playing. So we're going to do that this week. It is Ode to Games we missed out on. Speaking of Xbox, this is the Xbox edition, the final of the three. Over the last couple of weeks, we did our Sony and Nintendo games we missed out on. And so now it's time to give the turn to Xbox. So through their three console generations, what are the Xbox games you've missed out on? I'm sure there's a little bit more for Zach since this guy's never isn't, really gotten into an Kevin Xbox Isn't Kevin supposed console. to go first? Oh, is it me? Yeah, I thought it was you. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll do it. I guess I know that okay. Zach has not played really any Xbox, so I'm interested to just hear some OG yeah. Xbox. All right, so I've got a couple here. I played the original Forza Horizon on the 360 and enjoyed it, but also felt that it didn't do a bunch different with uh, with open world racing. Like Test Drive Unlimited One and Two, I thought did it a better job. But I've heard that the more recent Forza Horizon games, uh, Horizons 3 and 4, are absolutely fantastic, uh, fantastic open-world racers. So I've wanted to give those a go. I do not have an Xbox One, and I don't really plan on getting one unless it's super cheap somewhere. <laughs> but um, for the longest time, when I was talking about uh, the Xbox One, I would point to the Forza Horizon games as some of the only games that would really get me interested in the xbox one platform but i do want to play those games they look really good um yeah forza good stuff oh, yeah. uh, another xbox one game that i would like to play that is also redonkulously cheap uh sunset overdrive dude that's for, was, that's seven bucks right now seven bucks brand new on amazon it's crazy and people like it, it people have said it's a very good game uh that's I, w I was looking at at what games i would pick up if i picked up an xbox one and found that I could pick up like three games that I really wanted for like 30 bucks, <laughs> like super cheap. Um, that and uh, Ori and the Blind Forest was another one. Mm, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was like 10 bucks brand new. Uh, but yeah, uh, that game Sunset Overdrive looks super fun. Uh, one of the early Xbox One titles, but looks like a really good time. And then going back a little bit farther on the 360, I just never got around to playing this. Uh, Blue Dragon, an RPG made by one of the creators of Final Fantasy uh, with character designs uh, from the guy who does Dragon Ball and Chrono Trigger. And Dragon and, Quest. And Dragon Quest, all this stuff. Um, that was another early 360 title, but looked super fun. I've seen it around for like 20, 25 bucks, just never pulled the trigger uh, to pick it up. But I heard that it was a pretty darn good RPG. And uh, for JRPGs, there's not a ton to go around on the Xbox 360, so uh, it's one that I do want to give it a try at some point. Me too. That's actually also on my list as well, Blue Dragon. I had totally forgotten about that game until you mentioned to me it to me last week, but that looks super cool. But, I mean, I'm probably going to uh, give preference to some of the Dragon Quest games before that, but it's definitely on my list. Also, yeah. I have Sunset Overdrive. I watched my dad play some of it back in the day, but especially after playing Spider-Man and loving it. Mm -hmm. by insomniac i really want to give that game a shot kevin you gotta play spider-man too at some point game's real I'm, good. I'm wait i'm waiting for that game of oh, the year edition. i always forget that. i don't want yeah. to get screwed over like i did with horizon so yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for it i'll pick it up once once that comes out gears yeah. of war is something i'm interested in that's a huge friend it was, it was always like halo and gears since like i was always on the halo train but gears i don't know it looks kind of cool um just that really gory kind of alien shooter it looks cool to me i'd like to give it a shot um viva so just the whole series yeah i think uh, so gears Okay, all right. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah. Uh, Sunset Overdrive. Uh, I already mentioned that one. Viva Pinata. Kevin bought that for me for a couple dollars. Yes. Gonna, the game is so good. Going to try and get into that uh, this summer. And then the big one. Kevin, you got to guess. I picked it up like 18 times when we went shopping together at all the Valley Villages and everywhere. Star Wars Knights oh, of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic. I yeah. really want to play that game. They just announced that a movie the next Star Wars movie after Episode Nine is likely going to be about the Old Republic. That game could skyrocket in value after that happens. I don't know how it's all going to work out, but uh, I've heard that game is great. Made by BioWare, and I, just, yeah. I really want to get into that game. Yeah, it's so weird. The first game was made by BioWare, and then the second game was made by Obsidian. Yeah. It's just, like, super weird. How about but you, Zach? I've oh, heard sorry. both those games are good. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
you talked about Forza Horizon. Those I love racing games, and I've I've Which never been able never to play. Which we never knew about you. Yeah, it was a weird thing that went undetected for a long time. And you so, picked up that uh, PS4 game that's just about to die. Yeah, <laughs> Drive Club still have yeah. I still have the European version, not the American version. So that's that's <laughs> I really need to get on that. But yeah, so Forza Horizon is probably one of the best racing games or one of the best racing game series out there. Uh, PlayStation has the Gran Turismo series, which I never really got into. I've basically stuck to the Dirt series and uh, oh, what was the other? And Drive Club, basically, on, on PlayStation. But Forza's just always looks so good, and I think Kevin could attest to how good that series oh, looks. Fun. Yeah, Even plays, Forza Horizon yeah. 1, which I wasn't super huge on, was still a good time, and I know that 3 and 4 are miles better. Yeah. And then as a kid, my brother had an original Xbox, so I was able to play some of the games. I played the first two Halos, which I loved quite a lot. And then after that, I wasn't able to play three and on. So that was a lot of the franchise that I was missing out on. The first two were amazing, though. And I know three was good and there was another good one. Reach is good. Reach. Yeah, Reach. And then four and five were not great. Right. People like four. four. I played four for like. An hour. And then okay. Play okay. So yeah. See, I don't Jerry's know any of this because I've never been able to play any of them. I've just been listening to you guys talk about them, and I've <laughs> I've got no clue. So, hope that's that is definitely something I missed out on. One of the biggest franchises of all time. And then the main one I wanted to talk about was as as a child, one of my favorite RPGs was the original Fable game, and I played Fable: the Last Chapters on the PC, and. I sunk a lot of time into that game, and then after I beat it, I was like, I gotta play two, but two never came to the PC. It was only on Xbox 360, so I was li- I literally never in my life have been able to play this game, and then three, for some reason, came to PC and Xbox, so I could play three, but two, they just skipped two, and I don't know why. So <laughs> that was that was really depressing to me as a child, and I'm still not over it, and now that Lionhead Studios has closed down and they've stopped making the Fable series, Did maybe. You hear? There is a rumor. There is the rumor. Fable is coming back from that one E3. weird student. Wait, this E3? There's rumors about it. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, it could make an appearance. It, it got mentioned that that one weird studio that makes exclusively racing games or whatever yeah, picked yeah, up that's, that's potentially playground. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, playground. So playground potentially picked up the new Fable game, and apparently it might be at E3 this year. And if it is, I am very excited because I do very much love the Fable franchise. And I had to watch someone on YouTube play, too, because I was never able to do it. So. Knowing Microsoft, that game's probably coming to PC if it's real. So <laughs> that would be that would be the the best don't to, situation. Don't have to buy an Xbox one. for it. I would not. I would not do that. But I would definitely play it on PC. And that is basically everything I feel like I've missed out on 360 and above. So. All right. I think that's going to about do it for us. I think we're running out of time here. Yep. Any final thoughts from you guys before we wrap this one up? Nope. I will never buy an Xbox. <laughs> Dang, all right. Well, again, <laughs> I buy an Xbox. Microsoft, let's be real, is giving you less and less reasons to pick one up. Just have a yeah, PC. Exactly. I have other games. Yeah, I think I'm okay for the moment. So, makes sense. All right, that's going to do it for us on this week's episode of Oda Games. We're here every Friday on iTunes, Spotify, other podcast streaming services that you may use. You can find us on Twitter at Ode to Games. You can send an email to odegamescast at gmail.com. For Logan and Zach, I'm Kevin. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.